Okay, Perry Gimel in the Siva Voda. So we're talking about Tefillah again, even though Karbonus Tefillah will see the parallel between them. We discussed it already in, in Perak Aleph. So it says the Gemara in Tainus. Tanya. This is the second paragraph of Krishma that we are commanded to love Hashem our God and to serve Him. Zu Tfila. When we say serve Hashem, that means Tfila. As the Gemara, O Eino Ella, Avoda. Maybe it's referring to actual avoda of, of bringing sacrifices. How do we know it's talking about tefillah? In other words, we're seeing here a source for tefillah being referred to as avoda, which is very important. So we're talking about avoda. It's not just like a nice connection. One second. Talmud Loimar. So the Gemara says to us, look at what the words of the Pasuk says. Bechol levavachem. You should serve Hashem with all of your heart. Eiza avoda shehi believe. In other words, avoda of carbonus is fundamentally uh, done with the limbs. You take an animal, you do you, you kill it, you cut its neck, you take the blood, you sprinkle the blood, etc. But here, the the commandment, the emphasis is: you should love Hashem, you should serve Hashem with uh, with all of your heart. So what's the avoda that's fundamentally defined as the heart avoda? That's tefillah. So again, to emphasize, that it's not about muttering some words, it's about saying some words. It's we need to say words. On the contrary, people sadly have developed an attitude to tefillah. The tefillah is there's a certain. Um, words that have to be mumbled, right? And if you also manage to be thinking about those words, that's like even really great, right? It's the other way around. Notice, remember, what was the kasha he asked in Perk base? He said, very stark kasha, why should a person say anything? Just sit and think. And Yitaka said that for a tzaddik who's what we call center of gravity, in other words, the definition of who that person is, He's mama, he's a spiritual being. Yutaka could. You could actually, such a person who is defined by his neshama and by his mind, by his spirituality, could sit and think, and that would be his tefillah. But for the rest of us, that we're also partially involved in this world, the center of gravity is in speech. We're defined as a speaking person. So in other words, it's a condition. It's a con- speech is a con- you have to speak when you're davening. If you're not speaking, it's just not you. But remember, we want to speak as softly as possible, and because the emphasis should be as much as possible on the thought and the kavana, and not on the actual words, not on the speech. Speech is a necessary prerequisite. So that's why over here we're saying, look. The Pasuk says that it's an avoda shebelev. It's an avoda of the heart. In other words, before a person stands up to daven, before you stand up to daven, you have to ask yourself, what am I about to do? Am I about to say some words? 
or am I about to think in my heart? And by the way, important distinction. What's the difference in thinking in your brain and thinking in your heart? So, thinking, Chazal used the term heart to mean thought, by the way. Heart means thought. But the difference is, it's, it's, it's an emotional thought. It's a thought that is more real than like a, just like a cerebral, like I could theoretically learn something that I think is a bunch of nonsense, but I have to study it for a class, right? So my brain is thinking about this information, but not in any sort of a real way. There's no das, right? There's no das in there. Das is the integrated mind. Is the mind which sits inside the person, that's the heart. That's what we say to serve Hashem, Bechol Levavacha, we mean with the integrated mind. Okay? Uh, so, so, before a person stands up, if you want to finish this thought, before a person stands up to Davin, you have to ask yourself, what am I about to do? And the answer is, I'm about to think deeply about my relationship with Hashem, but I have to utter the words. I must utter the words in order for it to be me. But, but definitionally, it's a volition belief. Not the other way around. Not that people think that definitionally it's saying some words and how much better it is if you have kavanah. Of course. That was just my, my point of So it has to be something that's relevant for us. Why does it have to be? No, there's many psukim in the Torah that are not relevant for today. So we don't know, we don't know. So how would we know if this commandment here is referring to something that's relevant today or not? So the Gemara is telling you that we learn it from the, the fact that it says B'cholavam. No, the other way around. I mean, we see here that the definition of tefillah is avodah That's what tefillah is. In other words, thought, kavana. That's what tefillah is. It is your condition. You have to speak, otherwise it's not called the you. It, 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 it's just uh, something that's... that's um, you know, here's what the book, here's what's written in the book, or whatever it is. I mean, the real person is the is the speaking soul. So, in other words, I, so I have to put it to words. I have to I have to verbalize it. But the verbalization is a tanai, is a condition in making it become real. But what fila is is a vodashabali. Right. What? It should be the should be the real you that's doing the thinking. It's only when I say the words that is the real me and not the um, just kind of uh, some space cadet. You know, you, you have a person who you know he's talks about how you know, learns a bunch of jargon and walks around and says how. You know, uh, I don't know that 
material goods doesn't matter and money doesn't matter and who, who needs stuff anyway and all of a sudden he gets fired from his job and the guy's like panicking and crying every day and like can't control himself and you know because you know so, so so in other words all those things that he was he was walking around believing wasn't the real person so when I say it it becomes the real me but you know what it is it's a Vodashabalev how it's done is through speech that's the point. What's that? So, desire, it could be desire, it could be awe, it could be. Avoda is recognizing Hashem as the Melech as the one who is in charge of everything, as the one that has everything, and the one that we need for everything. That's what we define back in Perakal. Yeah, but my point is that it's, it's the, really, it's, it's, it's not that Kavanah is a good thing, it's that that's the, that is what Tefillah is. And the, and the speech is a way to make it happen. Okay. Um, Okay, now, now he has a new question. Um, if, if the point is to recognize Hashem as the king, so then maybe simply by not violating his commandments, that could be our avoda. I mean, we're looking to recognize Hashem as the king, so by having awe of his commandments, he said not to... Look, look at these things. I don't look at those things. He said not to go to these places. I don't go to these places. And that itself proves that he's the Melech. Because I listen to what he says. Why isn't that enough? Answer is, Yuri is good. But it doesn't show that I recognize that everything is in his hands. That he is the source of all good. He's the source of everything. It just shows that I have to respect him. It shows that I have to do that I have to do what he says or not do what he doesn't say. But it doesn't show that everything is in his hands. The only way that I show that everything is in his hands is if I ask him for it. If I turn to him for, with my needs, then it shows that it's all in his hands. I'm, I'm completely dependent on him. This is a little bit of a recap of what we said back, back in Perak Aleph. But, okay. Now, okay, now we get into uh, the concept of three tefillahs. So we daven, shachris, mincha, mariv, three times a day we pray. Why three days and not five days? Five time, why three times a day and not five times a day? It's a great answer. Oh, three hours. What are their names? Very good. Okay. Okay. So, 
So, true. First, before we jump into the, all those, which they're all beautiful, we'll discuss it. The Bible says, I'll peep shot. This is a pshat answer. Pshat is. That's also in the deeper. That we're, we're gonna discuss, that's going to be with Avos together because it's the same Gemara. Same Gemara says that Tfilos were established connected, either connected Avos or connected the, the Tmid. Yeah. But, but before that, just. A, a, a person is comprised of three parts. Just myself, you know. We could dig deep, find my avos. We could do, right? But first, just, just think about a person. If someone who's not like a big lambda, he says to you, you know, I see you Jews pray three times a day. I, I, you know, I'm Jewish, but I don't pray three. What, what's the point of it? What's the point? I believe in God. Why do I need to pray three times a day? So he's saying avos. Oh, the avos. Avos, what, what are the Avos names anyway? I don't even know what their names are, right? So it's, it's not going to help. So, Pshat. So, like this. So, a person, the answer is because you yourself are comprised of three parts. And you need to serve Hashem with all three of those parts. What are the three parts? One is your body. Okay. One is your body. Second is your life force, or maybe what we would call our emotions. And finally is usually, now this third one is tricky because sometimes it can be one way, sometimes it can be another way in their essence the truth is that they're one but we're not gonna have a chance to discuss it now so right now I'll say one you know right away say wait I've heard you say it the other way and I will say yes sometimes this way sometimes that way and the truth is if we have a chance to discuss it we'll see how the two of them are one but the third one in this case is your money your money your moment your property your possessions things that belong to you so you have your body you have your life and you have your money those are the three. And we see this everywhere. We see it, for example, with the uh, three um, donations that all of Klausel made towards the construction of the Mishkan. There was the two half shekels that each person gave, and there was the Nadava. The two half shekels, one was for the goof, one was for the nefesh, and the Nadava was for the Momon. Ayn the Gurari Yisham. He discusses it beautifully. Okay, so... These are the three. So now, that's right. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, he's gonna actually talk about it. So you're literally hit the nail on the head. Okay, you can come back next week. Okay. So, um, so first of all, serving Hashem as far as the body. Now, that means. The body is a f the physical component, like the Derek Hashem says, right? That the body is the physical component that, that is inclined towards physicality, towards negative things, towards physical things, away from spirituality. So to serve Hashem with that means to overcome that. And there's no greater 
clear opportunity to do that than to wake up when the alarm clock goes off at 5.30 in the morning. Right? The body wants to sleep. Sleep in the early morning, right? Just to hit that snooze button for 10 minutes. Ah. Right? Yeah, that's Nate Tower says, but, but the real reason is, oh, I, re- I so badly want to sleep more. Like, this is just like, oh, it's so sweet. It's like, it's like a, you know, that's what the body longs for, right? Um, so to pull yourself out of bed early in the morning is to serve Hashem with your body. Next is in the middle of the day, that's when a person is making the money. That's when you're right in the middle of three business deals. I see David never leaves home without his Bluetooth, just in case. In case a call comes in at 5.50 in the morning, who knows, might get a call. So he keeps his Bluetooth on him, right? I'm just joking. I don't know. But, um, but the point is, a person in the middle of the day, he's got one phone on one ear, one phone on the other ear, he's texting with his texting with his pinky while, you know, making all, and now it's time for Milcha. Right? So you have to rein in that desire to close that business deal, to get that client, to you know, write that last email to you know whatever it is, right? Stop and daven. That's a, that's called that's serving Hashem from the perspective of your money. And now and then finally, at the end of the day, it's been a long day. It's dark outside already. The person's tired. Just want to relax. Maybe have something. Have a bite to eat. We're working nonstop. I have a bite to eat. Very tired. You put my head down for a little bit, right? The nefesh is exhausted. The life force has been used up, right? It's been a long day. Now, a little bit of food, a little bit of sleep. Rejuvenate yourself, relax, take off your shoes. What are you supposed to do? Josh? Close, but what are we talking about? Mariv. Yeah. So go Davin, right? So Mariv, which is why there's a special, the Gemorim Brachas, I think it's Davdalit, says Bedavka, says starting half an hour before Mariv, no eating and no sleeping. Right? Now, the simple understanding is because we don't want you to get carried away and forget about Mariv. But the morale over here says no, it's because each one of these is to serve Hashem. Like David says, means with your your uh, your inclination, your 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 desire for for sleep. to overcome that, to get up early in the morning, to go daven. is you're exhausted. Right, you want to you want to rest. You want to relax. You want to eat. You want to have a nap. No, Marv. 
is you're about to make the big the big sale, right? Uh, submit a proposal, whatever it is. No, you put it on pause and you go to have a mincha. Okay? So those are the three. That's the pshat of the three tefillahs. Yeah, the Maral adds, he brings in a famous, famous midrash that we say that, uh, that when you deposit your soul, Hashem, right, so you get by the end of the day, person's life force is exhausted, you're falling off your feet, you're worn out. Then we deposit it with Hashem, and in the morning we get it rejuvenated. So you see that sleep rejuvenates a person's nefesh, a person's life force, and that's exactly what the Gemara Brachas, yeah, uh, asks for us from doing. Um, to eat uh, or to have a nap before Marav, specifically. What? We, David is right. The assumption is because remember, mincha is happening. Even in its latest form, is still it's happening before sunset. Marv is happening when the stars come out. So the assumption is that you know Marv is when the day is already ended. Mincha is still during the day. Either it's towards the end of the day, or it's during the day. So usually the mincha has to do with interrupting your work day. Marav has to do with when you're back home from work. Gdola? Uh, so the truth is that there is a there's a big disagreement about a big big machlaikas potentially going as far back in the, in the days of the Gemara itself that uh, on the one hand, the Gemara says that yes, there's a preference to daven im damdumi ashamish with the setting of the sun. Uh, so that'd be at the, at the very end of the workday um, to bookend your day. Yeah, start with davening, you end with davening. Marv is a different thing. We'll discuss Marv later. Marv is a nighttime thing. It's, it's outside the day, but the daytime to bookend it. And then it says that uh, in Eretz Yisrael they used to laugh at people who would try to do that. That was not the approach. And um, in fact, there's many opinions. Uh, Ravadi Yosef has a big chuvan. Brings many gaonim, many opinions, saying that actually it's preferable to daven mincha gdola, to daven the early mincha. Uh, which is interesting. That's, that's a surprise because the Shulchan Aruch Paskas is preferable to daven but uh, yeah, whatever it may be, it's still all during the day. Okay, that is that's the shot. Now says the Maral, we're gonna open up the mitzfune hachokma from the hidden wisdom, which you guys went straight to the point. You went straight to the hidden wisdom. You didn't bother to you know uh, waste time with with the pshat. Right, so that was uh, so that is based on the Gemara in Brachas, Tfilas Hashachar. That we say that either it was 
the Avos established villa, or uh, it was uh, commensurate with uh, with the corresponding to the tefillos. The tefillos are corresponding to the carbonus, to the carbonus. Um, so we would bring psukim. Vayashkem Avram Baboker, Avram Rose got up early in the morning to Davin, so you see the Shachris is an early in the morning type of a thing, right? Then we have uh, Yitzchak. Uh, went to Davin Mincha Lifnos, uh, Lifnos Erev, as, it was, as the day was turning towards the evening, so it's already past midday. It's called Beinar Paim. By the time that the days are already turning toward, instead of getting hotter and hotter, now the country is getting, you know, the sun is down. It's already heading towards evening. Um, and then we have Yaakov Avinu, uh, last week's Parsha, Parsha Vayetze, uh, Davening Marv. Okay, so. Let's talk about those. So first of all, what does it mean that the Avos established the Tfilas? Shachas, Milchamarev, right? Avramavir established Shachas. So what does that mean? That the Mauritian didn't daven Shachas? Noach didn't daven Shachas? Hanoch didn't daven Shachas? Shame, Aver didn't daven Shachas? Did they establish it as a chapter, or did they just have a cadence? They said something? Avram also said something. What? Sure, but Avram also did, meaning the, 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 uh, our current Nusach of the Shmonesri, that's from the Anshik Nesak Dola. That's uh, you know, from when they came back to rebuild the second base of Mid. It's supposed to correlate to the Bodhis, right? That's another, okay. So the Gemara brings two, two things, either to, corresponding to the Avos or Carbonus, and of course those also cor- correspond, so it all lines up. They brought Carbonus? Who? Uh, Aldo Marishan brought Carbonus, Noah brought Carbonus. I'm not aware of Hanoch and Shane Weaver, but I would. I bet that they did. I mean, I'm not aware of Avram Avinu bringing Karbonus Dafka in the morning. He established the Shachar's prayer. That's true, that's as far as Talmud Torah. Right? Um, Oh, so it's going to be something like that. So, so first and foremost, says the morale, although the Avos were not chronologically the earliest people to serve Hashem, but I'm going to use a big word, but I think you guys can handle it. Ontologically, they were the first ones. Ontologically means uh, first in order of, in conceptual order, as opposed to in time, right? So, um, 
classic example would be, you know, sovu maseba machshavat chila, right? Sometimes you can have a thing that it only comes about at the end, but really in thought it preceded it preceded the thing, right? Uh, I because I want to be able to teach my son Torah, so that's why I wrote a Sefer Torah, right? So even though Sefer Torah was written before the son was born, but the whole time I was writing, I was writing it for when I'm going to have a son. So the son, the concept of the son preceded the concept of the Sefer Torah, right? Um, even though the, chronologically the Sefer Torah preceded So too, Behi Baram, Be Avraham. The whole creation of the world was for the sake of someone like Avram Avinu, Avram, Yitzhak, Yaakov, Klaus, that there should be a Jewish people who are going to serve Hashem. So the whole world is looked at like that. So then as far as um, defining the world, the Avos are the ones that are going to do that. So the fact that maybe somebody died before them, and maybe even shame was well, shame was a, I mean, Adam also Adam was a big chacham. Shame was a big chacham. They knew tremendous things, and probably made a lot of sense that you should book end your day, start with chakras, end with mincha. You know, wake up first thing you do. Let's see, I wake up and the first thing, what should I do? I can either have breakfast. I can go try to you know, make some money or, or whatever it is, make some clothing for myself, or I can recognize my creator. What do you think is the first thing you should do? Recognize my creator. So we, we're even, you know, so even we can figure such things out, right? So probably they did as well. So it's not the point that Avram was the first one to do it. It's the point that Avram defines it. Avram himself embodies the Tefillah Shoshachras. Avram, first and foremost, is the beginning of Klausrom. He's the first, he's the beginning. Chakras is the beginning of the day. Avram was a person who fixed up the goof, the physicality. He, how did Avram fix up physicality? What did he do to fix up the physical world? What? Brismila, perfect. Chesed, exactly. He used to feed people. In other words, you could use food to be a Baltaiva, right? Going out to fancy restaurants, spending $150 on a delicious succulent steak, or you could send $150 to, well, keep $10 for yourself to buy yourself or have yourself some food to eat, and then send $140 to all the Yidden that are displaced because of the war. You know, from from the from the north and from the south, you got right. You, you, you give them something to eat as well. So Avram Avinu, instead of Gomel Chesed, the the Mishnah says, Ein Am Haaretz Chesed. Mishnah Perkiyavos, and Am Haaretz cannot be a Chesed. Why not? Am Haaretz is a person who is, as the words say, is a person. Who is with the land? He's a person of the land. Land means physicality. He's he's stuck, hands, feet and hands, and snout into the mud, right? So he's a, he's a physical person. What's a chassid? 
what, what's a pious person? Not 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 the pious that you have behind your ears, but uh, what's a pious person? Is someone who goes above and beyond to do acts of kindness, either with his creator or with other people. Go male chesed, right? So he says, you're not going to be able, as the Maral explains over there in a person who is himself physical is not going to be able to cut half of his sandwich and give it to someone else. Because his physicality wants the whole sandwich. It's only if you can be in a higher place where you can recognize that there's more valuable, greater things. This is my brother. This is, this is we're one together. Even though, you know, my stomach is rumbling, but I see that he's in a greater need. I'll give it to him. That that's called to be a chassid. You can't, so that's so that's Avram Avinu was Gomel Chesed. He was metakin b'chol He was metakin the physicality of the person. Um, so that is. That's the tfil, That's why he established chakras, because not just to, to daven in the morning. It's to. It's the whole way of life of showing this world is for serving Hashem. So when you're waking up early in the morning, if you don't yet wake up early in the morning, you should wake up early in the morning to daven, and you should have in mind that I'm serving when I'm when I'm pulling my body out of the out of the bed. I'm serving Hashem. With my goof, the way that Avram Avinu served Hashem, that's why Avram was always running. He's the one that's always running around, right? He's the one that embodies Zrizus. How many times does Avram Avinu run around? Right, but over there it says it like five times probably, right? He ran to them, and then he ran to the tent, and he ran to the uh, herds to get to get calf, and he ran back, and he ran. Right? Why is he running all the time? Yosef, what's so difficult about running? That's right, Zrizus. The challenge of running means Zrizus. Zrizus is fundamentally challenged by the Soda Afrius, the physicality, right? Being heavy, right? So Avramin is the one that's attacking that. That's why he's the one that's displaying the Zrizus. Even with, uh, you know, being uh, third day after the meal, he's still running around. Okay. Good. Um, so, in other words, again, just to add a little bit more to the whole world being created for the Avos, is the world is a relationship that the Creator has with the created. That's what it is. That's what the whole thing is. The whole thing is, there's a Boreolum, and there are the Nevroim, who are the very first thought that Hashem had in the creation. Who, who is he giving to? They'll have children. But who is the... Avram, Isaac, and Yaakov. That's the... They're the primary recipients. And what is tefillah? Tefillah is when we turn to Hashem to receive from Him and to ask Him for our needs. So the whole creation of the world is Hashem is the creator. He's the giver. And there's the recipients. That, that is very clearly represented in tefillah. So Avram Avinu, being the purpose of the whole creation, Avram, Yitzhak, Yaakov, Behi Baram, Behe Avraham, Bereishis, Bishvil Reishis, Bishvil Yisrael, for the beginning, for Avram is the beginning of everything. So that is why it's, they're the ones that established 
the three fields. Yitzhak established Fila. That is, the world has a beginning. That's Avram represents the beginning. The world has, when it reaches a state of shlemus, of fulfillment, when is the world going to be, is the world just kind of coming into its own, just finding itself, right? The world, the, the days before, or the world before Avram Avinu were called years of Tovavo. It was, it was years of just not much uh, uh, bewilderment and emptiness. Avram was the first one to start to get the world going somewhere, right? That's the beginning. Where does the world come into its shlemus, into its fruition? That's the Yemosa Mashiach. Days of Mashiach is when the world will be perfected. Now those days of Mashiach are towards the end of the existence of the world. The world is going to be right towards the end. It's going to fulfill, it's going to you know, maturity. And then there's going to be a third stage where the world returns back to Hashem. That's three stages, like three stages in a person's life. There's youth, there is adulthood, and there's old age. Yeah? Returning back to Hashem. So, Avram represents the youth of the world. Yisak represents the adulthood of the world. And Yaakov represents the return of the world to Hashem. Okay, that's the, that's the Shachris, Mincha, and Marit. So, Mincha is when the day, now we, we, again, we just said it in the global for the whole world, right? So, for the whole world is Avram Avinu. You know, the, the, back then where the world is just getting going the, or the creation of the world whatever you want to say then Mashiach is the world is like the adulthood finally like you grew up you finally made something of yourself that's the most of Mashiach when the world is proper and right and then there's Olam Haba you know that this world comes back to Hashem now that same thing exists on an everyday level there's the morning there's the afternoon when the day is complete, finished. Oh, you know, here's what we managed to accomplish today. We built, you know, we started off the morning. We were building this bookcase. Look, by the end, the bookcase is built. You want to ideally try to finish the job by the, by the, uh, towards the end of the day, right? You submitted the project, whatever you did, it's finished now. And then the evening is where you come back. You come back home. You come back to, you know, it becomes dark. We'll discuss it more, but it's it's the histalkus, it's the moving away, is the, the leaving. That's the on a daily level, and that's uh, um, we can keep on doing this. It, it corresponds to the regalim, the three regalim, the three chagim, uh, right? Pesach is Chodesh of springtime. It's just the beginning, the birth of everything. That corresponds to Avram Avinu. Shavuos is the maturity. Chagakatsir, that's when the standing grain is there. It's fully matured grain. That's uh, the Jewish people accept the Torah. We're not just little babies being pulled out of a burning building by the fireman, like happened on Pesach, but rather we're already bar mitzvah. Okay, you, know, you got now, you got to learn, you got to keep mitzvahs, you got to make something of yourself, right? And then Sukkot is the Chaga Osif, bringing back, coming back into the storage house, uh, etc. Okay, obviously 
much longer. It's, uh, he discussed the morale talks about it a lot more in Perik Memvov of Gvur Hashem, but uh, not for now. Okay, so that is. And finally, so the, where do we see Yaakov as um, the evening prayer? That uh, evening, again, evening is, it's almost, you see what Yaakov Davimarv, and then what happened? He, had, he fell asleep, he had a dream. In nighttime is really a time when people sleep. When sleeping is dreaming. Dreaming is... What happens when we dream? If you're on a high level, or Baruch, Nevuah, or even if that Mamash Nevuah, because Nevuah is a high level, Nevuah could also happen. Maybe uh, by daytime, with like quick, very quickly losing control of your limbs and all that stuff, right? But dreaming, even if it's not Nevuah Mamash, but it, it has it has some Nevuah in it, and the Shama is loosened from its shackles with the body. In a sense, it can get certain, just having meaningful dreams, right? Having a dream that you need to interpret, right? Yosef had a dream. Was that, was that called a nevuah? It wasn't a nevuah. Paro had a dream. Was that a nevuah? It wasn't a nevuah. But it was a message. It was a message that he received from heaven while he was sleeping. So nighttime is a time when we're shy to something that's beyond this world. So even the tefillah of nighttime is a b'china of Yaakov Avinu, like uh, like we say, Kitsuras Tom, Hakuka Bikise Hakavod, that the image of Yaakov is engraved on the divine chariot. Means Yaakov really exists in that transcendent level. Yaakov represents transcendency. If Avram represents fixing up a person's physicality in this world. And Yitzhak represents fixing up a person's, you know, uh, emotions or, or uh, nefesh. The ultimate, the ultimate fixing up of the nefesh is what? Mysterious nefesh. The Akedis Yitzhak. The Yitzhak was prepared to give up his to give up his entire life. Yeah. So Avram was doing Gmilus Chesed. He was fixing up the physicality. Yitzhak is fixing up the nefesh with the Akedis Yitzhak. Yeah. Yaakov. Is transcendent. He's not from the physicality. He's not from the life force. He's from out of this world. It's a, the point is that nighttime is, for example, nighttime is a little bit more of a spooky time, right? It's like that's when all the ghosts come out, right? That's when that's when uh, things. That are the unexplained. What? Bump? Oh, that's an expression? Okay. Good. So, that's, so in other words, so the tefillah of Shachris has one quality, tefillah of Milch has a different quality, and tefillah of Marv has a different quality. It's, it's a, uh, it's something that is more relevant to a transcendent place. Which I'm just gonna throw this out there. Maybe we'll get to talk about it more. But we know the Gemara says that Tfilashal Aravis is Rushus. Rushus. It's, it's the Shagras and Minchar are obligatory, 
Tvila Shal Marv is Rushus, it's optional. We'll discuss what that means. Please don't take it to be optional. Just tell you right now, the Rif says all of Klausel accepted it as a Kabbalah, a Gmura, as a Chiyuv. So uh, now we have more. But Mikra did, and there's Nafkaminus Halachalamaisa. Tosfos on the spot brings out Nafkaminus Halachalamaisa uh, for it. But the point is Tilus Rushus. Why is it Tilus Rushus? Because the point is, it's not so simple. To connect to Hashem at nighttime, it's more you have to be someone who can transcend this world. Meaning, if in Shachris we can see, we can find Hashem here, and Mincha, in Mariv, you have to go up there. That's why. It, so that's why Miikra Din. It's only for a person who feels he can reach that level. So it's more. If you feel you can do it, go for it. If you don't think you can do it, then don't. Then don't daven. Okay, so the point is, Marv happens to be the hardest fuel to daven because of that. Okay, we'll have to discuss it obviously much more at length. Um, okay, so let's uh, we'll we'll just stop here. We'll have to okay. We'll have to pick up uh, on this more next week.